Hi, everybody. My name is Kobe Warner. This is Koblizzy, and this week we're talking about the Grammys. And, child, it's a lot to get into. It's like an onion with layers. Is that what Strack said? <laughs> so, um, we're going to get there in a second. Uh, but first, I'm going to talk about a couple other things. I got home uh, night before last from filming a commercial in New Orleans. It was fun. It was a good time. Um, and it was like my first commercial. And so, yeah, I just thought I'd tell you about it. I can't say anything really more than that. But it was a lot of fun. It was just a commercial. And um, New Orleans was cool. I'd never been there. And me and my mom and my dog went. And, yeah, it was fun. I'm going to Boston in a couple of days to see my friends from before I dropped out of college. And so uh, I'm super excited to go to Boston. I haven't been there since like April last year and I really like miss them. Although I'm not excited for how cold it is. They had like negative 30 degree wind chill the other night. Negative 30 degrees. I'm like, bitch, that's insane. But, um, oh my God, Beyonce announced the Renaissance World Tour, which I'm obviously very excited for. And we're going to get into more details and situations that Renaissance has been involved in in the past 24 hours. Um, but speaking about the Renaissance World Tour, they divided. I don't know if you know how it works, but like you sign up in these verified fan groups, at least in Beyonce's case, you sign up in these groups if you're trying to get tickets uh, through like the verified fan thing on Ticketmaster, the monopoly that is Ticketmaster. And so Atlanta was in group A. I can't go to Atlanta. I can't go to the Atlanta date because I'm going to be at my cousin's wedding in another place that's not Atlanta or even Georgia or even the South. So I'm like, uh-oh. So I signed him in Group C because that's where Nashville is. And Nashville is like three and three hours and some change, four hours away from uh, where I live. And I signed up in Charlotte. That's like the same amount of time, three, four hours. Um, I signed up in Louisville, Kentucky. That's like five hours. But I was born up near there so I have some family I can stay with I'm like I'm trying to go to renaissance and so I am like trying to get there but I'm in group b or c so I haven't experienced the whole situation yet but a lot of people in group a got waitlisted, and so I'm really worried um and so I just want to manifest into this microphone in front of this webcam to the sky to the beautiful weather outside please let me get renaissance world tour tickets please I want to go so bad. Um, speaking of Renaissance, Beyonce put out the Cuff It remix on her website. You know how she is, though. So she liked to put them on her website and then put them on Spotify later, but or streaming services later. But um, the Cuff It remix, as of now, is only available on her website. And like apparently, I didn't see the wetter thing on TikTok. I haven't been on TikTok a lot until like very recently. I've just started posting on TikTok again. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at Koblizzy, K-O-B-L-I-Z-Z-Y. Obviously, that's the name of this podcast. <laughs> um, but anyway, I hadn't heard the wetter remix from TikTok. But when she, she it's the Cuff It Wetter remix, W-E-T-T-E-R, wetter and it sounds nasty because it is and um it's so good there's new lyrics it's like a new vibe it's like very y2k chain there's like a, a new like really quick like melodic rap verse kind of in cuff it even though the rest of it's really chill listen to it if you haven't it's a dollar 29 on her website or maybe it's already on streaming depending on when you're listening to this i don't know when she's gonna put it up but um it's been out for a couple days and i'm really loving it it's really, really good. I love any. It's it's good. Just um, it's good, good, good. 
So we can pivot to the Grammys a little bit since we're talking about Beyonce because we're first going to talk about the very positive thing that happened. Beyonce last night won three Grammy Awards. She posted a picture with three, but I thought she had won four. But anyway, she won three or four. Um... I thought she had 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. I think she won one in the pre-ceremony and then three in the ceremony. Anyway, um, because she now has 32 total Grammy Awards, which makes her the most awarded person in history. Not woman, not black woman, not singer, not performer, person, period. Most awarded, Beyonce. That's a legend shit. With that being said... Beyonce lost the album of the year to Taylor Swift. She lost the album of the year to Beck. She lost the album of the year to Adele, which I think was justified. Um, and I'll get into it, even though Lemonade is the cultural... Even her, Lemonade is Beyonce's magnum opus, but I still think 25 is also legend shit. And she's now lost album of the year to Harry Styles. I do. I want a disclaimer right now. I like Harry Styles. I like the Harry's House album. I liked Harry's first album, self-titled. I loved Fine Line. I like Harry's House. I like Harry Styles. I can and I've. I mean, obviously, I've not obviously, but I'm letting you know that I've consumed more Renaissance. I just have to be honest, and I will prove it to you. I'm going to tell you the numbers of how many times I've listened to each of these projects. Because I'm not, just for transparency's sake. Um, Harry's house. How do you, oh, so I don't know how to work the last FM. Oh, I'm not even logged in. It thinks I'm some random. So I've listened, I think Beyonce's Renaissance is like my second listened to album of all time at this point. Um, So I was streaming it down. It's like 800 some odd streams i'm gonna get the exact specifics all time um 816 times i've listened to songs from renaissance i've streamed songs from renaissance 816 times that is an amount it came out in july of last year harry's house i've streamed half that well not almost half 416 times um, so you can tell that I prefer Renaissance, but 400 streams is not like that few. I know Harry's house and I appreciate it. And this morning when I was preparing to film this podcast, tape this podcast, I listened to Renaissance all the way through and I listened to Harry's house all the way through. Cause personally, my pick for album of the year this year was Beyonce's Renaissance. Not because she's lost to Taylor Swift and Beck and Adele and now Harry Styles. Not for that reason. But because Lemonade was, well, Beyonce, the self-titled album in 2014, culture-shifting work. The reason your faves dropped music on Friday is Beyonce decided not to put out her self-titled album in 2014 on Tuesday. That's when they used to put out music was Tuesday. She said, I'm not putting my music out on Tuesday. I'm putting it out on Friday. And now all your faves do. So not because the culture shifting self-titled 2014 Beyonce album, not because her magnum opus Lemonade was culture shifting. That's not why she deserved to win album of the year this year. It's because Renaissance, again, she has changed the game. She has switched up what she was doing. And then she picked a genre that centered a group of people that are under attack in this country right now. Queer people. 
She when she won now, let me tell you the moment I knew she didn't win album of the year when they gave her best best electronic slash dance album. I know it's saying best electronic or dance album, but let's look at the nominees. It's like Diplo and like it's just a category that I think Beyonce really didn't belong. Her album is a dance album. Yes, but her albums very seldom do they, they do they stay within the constraints of a genre. Lemonade, they gave her best urban contemporary album. That's when I knew she didn't win album of the year. When they televise some other category like that, that, that you know they're not going to give it to her. And I just knew when she won best dance slash electronic album last night that she was not going to win album of the year. And it broke my heart. For, and she knew it too. Did you? If, if you're a fan of hers and you follow her on Instagram and you were watching the show last night, after she won that award, she posted a post on Instagram saying, we won three, y'all, with three Grammys in the photo. She's like, you are not going to fuck around and play with me and try to fuck in my face like you're going to give me album of the year. Because she knew they were not. She knew they weren't going to give it to her. And I just feel like I don't know what that lady has to do to win that prize. Beyonce is an albums artist. And Harry's House is a fantastic pop record. It is great. But Renaissance, it's culture shifting. And it elevated so many people that don't that don't get elevation that do not get celebrated nearly enough. She won Tina Marie her fir- her first Grammy posthumously for Cuff It because Cuff It won and Tina Marie is sampled. Tina Marie's dead and only was ever a Grammy nominee, and now she's a dead Grammy winner because Beyonce sampled her and lifted black people up, lifted queer people up in this record. In her acceptance speech for best dance slash electronic, she thanked her Uncle Johnny, thanked her family, and she thanked the queer people who, catch the rhetoric, invented the genre. She said, thank you to the queer people who invented the genre regarding house music. Invented the genre. Don't forget. So I'm not going to go on and on about Beyonce. I'm not going to go on and on about how I think she should have won album of the year. She should have. But I'm not going to go on and on about that. I'm going to talk about the good stuff. Um, Harry Styles winning a pop, pop vocal album for he won pop vocal right when he won pop vocal i was like oh he's not gonna win album of the year so i was super surprised when he won album of the year just saying um pop solo performance adele won that for easy on me if i'm remembering that correctly that was correct i think that made sense i'm happy they gave adele a prize but i'm happy they didn't feel the need to give her the highest prize just because that's what she's used to. I love Adele. I love Adele. 30 was an album that I spent time with also. When it first came out, I listened to 30 a lot. I don't think it should have won album of the year. And I actually didn't think it was going to. I think a lot of people were worried that, like, you know, 2017, it was going to be a Beyonce-Adele rematch. I didn't think so. I think what I'm most happy about happening last night Besides Beyonce breaking the record for the person to win, uh, to have the most Grammys awarded to them, was Lizzo winning record of the year. Um, and her speech was beautiful because Lizzo is the positive light that she is. Um, after her first came album, after, excuse me, after her first album came out in 2019, I saw her at Music Midtown in Atlanta 
And she was wonderful. And I loved her first album my senior year of high school. And I love her second album now. I still love her all her music. And her first EP has a song, uh, has a song called Coconut Oil on it. And that's one of my favorite Lizzo songs. I thought I needed to run and find somebody to love. All I needed was some coconut oil. Don't worry about the small things. I know I can do all that. I sound really bad, but I actually don't remember the melody, but it's a good song. <laughs> so you should go listen to it. Um, and so, yeah, love Lizzo. I was super happy that she won, um, that she won record of the year for about damn time. It's about damn time that there's somebody like Lizzo being awarded for her artistry, for her unabashed positive energy. And she said that in her speech. You should really watch her speech if you haven't said it, uh, if you haven't seen it. Damn, I can't talk today. Uh, my favorite thing that she said in her speech was when she spoke to Beyonce. She said, uh, Beyonce, like I skipped school in the fifth grade and my sister took me out of school so I could watch you perform. And when you sang that gospel medley with Destiny's Child, I know what she's talking about, the gospel medley, um, if y'all Destiny's Child's fan. Uh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You've been so good to me. Um, um, uh, yeah, so her sister took her out of school when she was five and she went and saw Beyonce perform with Destiny's Child. And she said she wanted to make music that affected people the way Beyonce affects people. And to see her be able to say that to Beyonce, her fellow Houston girl, and see Beyonce celebrate her and yes and whoop. And I loved that moment. Um, and that was a super positive thing for me. I really, I liked the Grammy. The hip hop tribute was incredible. The 50 year, happy 50 year year anniversary to hip hop. Uh, the hip hop tribute was insane. They had everybody and their mama in that tribute and their daddy and their uncle and their cousin and their friend Steve. Like every hip hop artist I could have thought off the top of my dome I saw on the stage, which was cool. And then they actually wrapped the show up with this performance. It was like DJ Khaled, Jay-Z, John Legend. That performance was good. There were some more people. Lil Wayne. Um, there were other people. I just can't remember off the top of my head. Um, those performances were great. Stevie Wonder performed with Smokey Robinson. Smokey Robinson presented the Grammy for Pop Duo. I think that was the award. Uh, to Pop Duo slash group. To, uh, to Sam Smith and Kim Petras for Unholy, which made Kim Petras the first transgender woman to win that award and made Sam Smith, well, Sam Smith won Grammys and they've always been non-binary, but you know I love to see a non-binary person winning a Grammy. Uh, I love that. And I love how Sam gave Kim the time in the limelight because how monumentous it was for her to win the award. I'm not... Yeah, that was a great moment uh, for, for transgender people um, and for the queer community. And so was Beyonce calling out the queer community in her speech, um, which I've already mentioned. So I, I watched the Grammys. I um, enjoyed them more than I have enjoyed the Grammys for the past couple of years, I think. Like last year, they were fun. I really liked John Baptiste uh, getting his flowers. And his performance was good. But I just feel like the, st the stars were out this year, man. Beyonce was there. Taylor was hilarious. Oh, let's talk about Song of the Year. I've really wanted Taylor Swift to win Song of the Year. It would have been her 13th Grammy. And I was really hoping she was going to go up there and say, thank you for giving me the Song of the Year for All Too Well. I am now going to give you Speak Now Taylor's version. <laughs> 
but like she did at the whatever awards show where she announced Midnight's, but um, it didn't happen. Bonnie Raitt won Song of the Year, and I know who Bonnie Raitt is. Bonnie Raitt is a legend. I'm not familiar with the song that Bonnie Raitt won Song of the Year for. It's entitled Just Like That. Um, I should probably have listened to it before I started taping, but I didn't think to. Um, I'll listen to it afterwards, and that won't do you any good. But anyway, I didn't know the song. I don't think a lot of people knew the song, unless you're a country fan or um, a Bonnie Raitt fan. But I am happy to see a legend be honored. And so I was surprised that it wasn't, you know, um, somebody else. But so was she. She said that. But, you know, what am I going to say? Good for her, you know? I really would have liked to, I said, like I said, see Taylor win. But, you know, I wasn't as, like, upset about that as I was about the album of the year thing. And it's not about Harry. It's about the legacy of the disrespect towards Beyonce. It's like, okay, she's the most awarded person in history, and you will never award her for what she does best, which is make an album. Beyonce makes albums. She's an albums artist. And they won't give her the Album of the Year award. That boggles my mind. It's like they love her, but they don't know her. Or they, they. I don't get it. I really, 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 really don't get it. I really don't get it. It's like, yeah, she has a lot of Grammys, but like, can you like see her for what she is? I mean, she's made some incredible albums over the years. Like I said, 25 I like I'm not even mad and I love the moment Adele broke the Grammy in half she talked about Beyonce for half her speech like that was a great moment I'm not mad at that but like and then I'm not mad at Taylor winning either I just wish she would have won for like the self-titled album Beyonce if she would have won against Beck or if she would have won this year at least it would have felt like wrongs were righted even though I said that's not why she should have won she didn't need to right wrongs because Renaissance stood by its own it speaks for itself it doesn't have a single music video or a single performance and it still is nominated for nine Grammys you know what I mean Beyonce is a legend it's legend shit there's no doubt about it but the Grammys fuck around and I feel like they're gonna fuck around too many times and find out because their ratings are already dropping steadily I don't know what the ratings looked like last night but I don't think they've been amazing for the past couple of years um speaking of flopping award shows the Tonys being okay so let's talk about gendered awards at award shows I'm a non-binary person we all know this or maybe you don't but now you do and I often thought, like, oh, my God, like, oh, what if I get want to get a Tony? You know, like, what category would I go into? There's no category for me. It's best man, best woman, best this, best that. And I'm like, okay. So they finally confronted the issue. And Juliet, Justin, David. How am I going to talk about somebody and then forget their name? Let me get on Instagram. Justin, I don't, I'm not familiar with the Anne Juliet musical, um, but I saw this story floating around because I follow a bunch of uh, theater people on Instagram. Justin David Sullivan is their name. They use he, she, and they pronouns. And they are a principal character, a lead actor in the musical and Juliet on Broadway. And when it came time to be considered for a Tony, they were told they had to choose which gendered category they wanted to be put in because they weren't not going to make an accommodation and they weren't going to finally right a wrong and ungender the categories. Um, and so 
Justin David Sullivan writes on Instagram, as a non-binary performer playing a non-binary principal role on Broadway, I have been asked by many people what I plan on doing about this year's award season nomination categories. While I was thrilled to see that some are eliminating gender from their nomination categories, I was disheartened to learn that the Tony Awards are not planning on making this year's nomination categories more inclusive of gender expansive or trans non-binary performers like myself. Because I was told I had no, th- no other option but to choose between one of the two gendered category choices, but uh, uh, two gendered categories in which I, ha- I would be eligible, I felt I had no choice but to abstain from being considered for a nomination this season. I could not in good faith move forward with, forward with denying any part of my identity to conform to a system and a structure that does not hold space for people like me. Although this decision was difficult to make, I am hopeful that award shows will learn from this and make meaning, make the meaningful changes necessary in order to consider, nominate, and award people of all gender identities moving forward. Signed, Justin David Sullivan. That is a badass person right there. Because theater people, uh, uh, Tony... You're a principal actor on Broadway, and you're forfeiting your option to be considered for the highest honor available to a theater performer because they will not accept you and change their system rather than make you conform. That's a badass. Because uh, as amazing as a Tony would be, having to misgender yourself to get it would be fucked up. And the fact that the Tonys, it's not the Grammys or the Oscars or what the, to- the Broadway community is supposed to be the most inclusive, right? And it's the Tonys who will not open, who will not lower the walls, drop the barriers, and allow everybody welcome a non-binary person playing a non-binary principal role on Broadway, and they can't be considered for a Tony. That is doing everything correctly and everything right and finally getting where you want to be and your identity is what's stopping you from that. What if it was because you were a woman? What if they didn't nominate women? What if they didn't nominate black people? I'm saying if you aren't non-binary, take yourself out of this, put yourself in these shoes. In history, women and black people, people of color, brown people, uh, people, disabled people, um, uh, all, all the different people in the world who aren't straight white cis men who are perfectly ably bodied. We've all faced discrimination at some point. At, at this point, it, it, it's um, more nuanced racism, more nuanced. Well, I mean, sometimes, Jesus Christ, this is a huge conversation. My point is that Justin David Sullivan deserves to be it deserves to be eligible for Tony consideration. And the fact that they are a principal character on Broadway and they can't be, not for any reason other than the way that they identify, is fucked up. And I hope you hear me clearly. I didn't mean to get on a soapbox, but that shit pisses me off. Are you kidding me? Anyway, what are we talking about next, child? Um, Ray, let's talk about Ray. Um, the escapism artist, uh, if you don't know who Ray is by name, you might know the song Escapism featuring 070 Shake. Ray put out uh, her debut album. Or I don't know if it's her debut album. It might be. She said she's waiting seven years. I think it's her debut album. It's called My 21st Century Blues. 
and it's really good like it it attacks it breakups it talks about misogyny it talks about the state of the world and state of the environment it talks about all kinds of very timely timely topics very 21st century stuff um it the production is incredible it spans various genres some songs remind you of amy winehouse some songs make you feel like you're popping pussy in the gay club sniffing poppers you know like it's it's a, a pretty expansive pop album. I feel like there's kind of um, something for everybody, and so yeah. I mean, I've listened to it a couple of times since it come out. Let's get on here. Let me talk about my favorite songs um, on my twenty first century blues. Where are you? The cover's really cool. Also, there's like this big like mound of like speakers and keyboards and guitars and a bunch of like shit electronic shit musical shit computers like painted white and in a pile that she's standing on top of in the album cover and she built i saw online she built a a sculpture like a replication of this mound of white electronical musical equipment shit that was the set on her music video i mean her album cover and she built the set in real life in front of her old record label that was sitting on her album and wouldn't let her release it, which is such a good fuck you moment. So she got out of that horrible record contract, got into a better deal, got to release her album, and she dropped the evidence of her work right in front of the place that inhibited her progress previously. I love that. It's a boss bitch move. Good for you, Ray. So my favorite songs on my 21st Century Blues, Oscar-winning Tears is really great. It's the first song after the introduction. Um, Escapism, I love it. I know that's like the popular one, but like Escapism eats. It eats, it eats, it eats. Um, I really love Worth It. I really love a five-star hotel, a five-star hotels featuring Mahalia. Um... Ice Cream Man. The Thrill is Gone reminds me of Amy Winehouse, dog. The Thrill is Gone. The Thrill is Gone. The Thrill is Gone. I watched her sing it live on Graham Norton, and I was like, this is very, like, old, like, Mark Ronson, Amy Winehouse vibes. Um, But maybe it's just me. Anyway, so I like Ray's album, and if you like Escapism, I think it's definitely worth giving it a listen to. It's worth noting that she asks you listen to the album for the first time in order. So I don't know if you people are freaks who shuffle albums on the first listen or like don't listen to something in order on the first listen. But if you do, that's ridiculous. Number one. And number two, you should listen to this one in order. You should also listen to my favorite album, Renaissance, in order. So let's just talk about Renaissance in order of Beyonce breaking a massive record last night, but also Renaissance being massively disrespected. Um, Alien Superstar is what played when she won Best Dance slash Electronic album, and when she was, like, breaking the record, that's, like, what... James Corden presented the award, though. I thought that was a little, like, really. Um, but anyway, Alien Superstar played, and I was like, yeah, bitch, you are an Alien Superstar. I'm too classy for this world. Forever I'm that girl. Feed you diamonds and pearls. Ooh, baby. I'm too classic to be touched. I paid them all in dust. I'm stingy with my love. Ooh, baby, you and I, Q, 
you oh i stingy for my love oh baby you you see i forgot the words for a second stingy with my love i know the words to alien superstar folks um speaking of sounding really funny and not that great when you're singing into a microphone I love Harry Styles, but when he started his performance of As It Was, which is literally one of my favorite songs of last year, might I add. Like, when I was listening to Renaissance and Harry's House before I started taping this podcast, As It Was came on, and I was just like, yeah. Like, it's just one of those songs that courses through your veins. Anyway, when he started his As It Was performance, he seemed a little nervous or, like, a little, I don't know what. He didn't sound, it's like it took him a second to get, like, with it. He, like, I don't know if he started in the wrong key or what it was, but he sounded funny for a second. Um, Just a thought I had. I love you, Harry Styles. And like I said, love Harry Styles. Maybe he was nervous, but, um, yeah, I guess the Grammy wasn't being here for a performer. It was an album, but I still think Beyonce should have won. I just don't want to shit on Harry in the process, and I want to make it very clear because I like him, but it's just, like, anyway, who were the nominees? Let's talk about all the nominees for Album of the Year. It was Voyage by ABBA, 30 by Adele, Un Verano Senti by Bad Bunny, Renaissance by Beyonce, Good Morning Gorgeous Deluxe by Mary J. Blige, It's In in These Silent Days by Brandi Carlisle, Music of the Spheres by Coldplay, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar, Special by Lizzo, and Harry's House by Harry Styles, which was the winner. I mean... But like I said, because Harry won pop vocal of all the albums here, I didn't think he was going to be the one to win. I thought it. I thought they could have. I mean, they gave Lizzo record of the year, so I didn't. Wasn't really sure she was going to win. I thought maybe it could have been like, um, uh, like Bad Bunny, or like Renaissance Dog, like. I think Renaissance should have won. I'm, I said I wasn't going to go on and on about it, and then I can proceeded to go on and on and on and on and on about it. But I'm just like, I'm kind of butthurt. I just feel like Beyonce doesn't care. You know, like, she just broke this massive record. Like, she probably doesn't care. But I would just be mad, because she always says she's an albums artist. And then she makes fantastic albums. And then this is feels like the same disrespect over and over again. And I just feel like, you know, all the cameras are there and on you. And so you just have to like every time. And I'm like, so you can't tell she's actually upset. I mean, I guess she wouldn't want us to know because people would probably be like, oh, Beyonce's butthurt. She didn't win the award. You know how people are. I don't know, man. It's just like the competitions like this and award shows, it, it kind of creates unnecessary tension a little bit. But also, you know, it's fun to win stuff. So... <laughs> I guess, you know, I would like to win a Grammy. I wouldn't be mad if that were the case. I'd love to be nominated, too, to be honest. Although I'm obviously not there yet with my fucking seven songs. Um, <laughs> um, so the Grammys. I'm going to put a poll on Spotify, give you, um, or like a question box. Leave, leave, I'm going to leave you a place to give me some thoughts about the Grammys. If you're watching on YouTube, totally comment if you're watching TikToks or Reels, please comment your thoughts about the Grammys. In regards to this episode, I'm totally open for an open dialogue about this award show. Like I said, I watched all of it. So if there's a moment that I didn't refer to because I just didn't think too off the dome, let me know. I would love to like expand more on what happened and what the happenings were. 
at the Grammys. I loved how drunk Taylor Swift was. Um, that bitch was drunk. I know drunk Taylor when I see her, and she was drunk. And I lived for that. And I also love how she always stands up and claps for people. And oftentimes, she's the only one standing. I love that about her. Like I, It's just like supportive energy. And then even and people be like, oh, well, she's just doing that because the camera's on her. And then I saw this video of her on Twitter where somebody was just like taping her with her phone while Beyonce was breaking the record for winning the most Grammys ever. And she's like dancing around and jumping up and down not a camera in sight she was just happy to be there happy to support women and i loved drunk taylor so with that being said if there's anything else i didn't discuss please let me know please follow me on tiktok and instagram at coblizzy and please join me again next week when i talk about something else i'm gonna go uh, take a bath maybe do some yoga but I'll probably just eat some waffles or something. So that's probably a little bit more realistic. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful week. I'll see you next time. Like this video if you'd like to leave a review. That's it. Bye. I'll blow it. That's cuter.